Welcome back to another episode of Right Angle Donuts. We got Stat here, that's me. We got House. How are you doing? <laughs> well. <laughs> and we got Unser. How are you doing? Uh, I'm great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Everybody feels healthy and alive? So yeah. far. So far. A little bit of cabin fever today, but I'm doing all right. Oh my God, we had yeah. wicked cabin fever today. The kids are starting to drive us insane. The girls, they just, they don't stop fighting and it gets really, really annoying. And then it's going to be incredibly difficult over the next three weeks to keep Quentin off of video games because it's really challenging. Are the teachers sending homework home or anything yet? (laughs) No, they're not doing online stuff. They're not, I mean, well, Avery's kindergarten teacher she's sending home stuff and they're doing story time and they're they're doing some stuff um but quentin's teacher hasn't emailed anything out they don't have an online system right now i don't know if they're going to just based on uh now they're probably going to continue to just extend it where they might even cancel the rest of the school year i don't know state of kansas canceled the rest of this year so msu canceled the rest of this year and i think yeah i think springfield public schools are going to cancel for the whole year so it's yeah i i don't know yeah i i'm sure it's definitely gonna it's just gonna continue to steamroll i think right now so who knows we'll just adapt day to day that's what i tell my team at work like there's nothing we can do about it so we'll just we'll just take it day by day you know keep plugging away as much as we can and you know, if something changes, we'll adapt. So that's all I can say about that. It's all that. you can do. It's all yeah, you can so. do. As long as I don't get sick. That's right. Yeah. If you do get sick, stay home. Yeah, I'm not going to leave. I haven't left. Yeah. Actually, I've, I've actually done this whole self-quarantine thing pretty good where I've hardly left the house at all. Yeah, I'm so. curious how you're doing with that because you're not, you know – if you're not in the office, you're traveling. So yeah. it's kind of wild for. I've had age. to cancel. I've had to cancel all of my trips that I had planned, which was through the middle of April. So everything has been completely halted. Um, we were even going to do well. We might we might be able to take the plane out for one trip, but it's just going to be a day. But we're going to see how things go because if we can't even get food. You know, like, yeah. it, so if we, tr- if we travel to a market, that's one thing, you know, we're hopping in a car, we're hopping with our brokers and, and all of that, but it even impacts, you know, bathroom breaks. So if we're in the middle of a tour, we usually pull over at a Starbucks, we'll get a coffee and then we'll go to the bathroom or we'll stop into a C store. I guess we could stop into C store cause those are still considered essential businesses. So yeah, uh, those say, if you're going around and visiting come and goes wouldn't you stop at a come and go yeah we could it just it's a yeah so it just depends yeah i don't know it, it's throwing a wrench in everything and like i said we're just trying to adapt to it day by day and yeah i think come and go actually know. has food too so you could eat there as well yeah we you could. could yeah yes 
But they've completely shut down like the dining areas and like how we serve fresh yeah. food. I mean, we still make oh, yeah. it, so we still do the pizza. But the associate has to serve it to the to the customer. It's I don't know. It's, Isn't that crazy? There's a bunch of different guidelines. So oh well. Anyway, anyway. well, this is a, we're not here to talk about that pesky old nope. coronavirus. Yeah, fuck that shit. So. <laughs> we're here to take our minds off of it. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, Stat, you had something you wanted to bring up? Yeah, I'm Stat. I did. Um, so, for those that listen to us um, on a regular basis, like we've been talking up. Yeah, I know. But we've been talking about <laughs> doing the year 2000. And uh, we did do a podcast of the year 2000. One of our best. Um, it was one of the best ones ever. But due to some technical difficulties, uh, we decided to go ahead and just pull it. And then we'll circle back and we'll redo that one here in the next coming weeks. So it was a really we're good gonna, episode. It was fantastic, but yeah, well, let's we'll have to table it. So let's not talk about it. We'll come back because it was. It sounded pretty terrible, but it yeah. did. Why did it sound terrible? I don't. Know. Well, no, like the sound quality was oh, was yes. poor. In okay. That situation. So yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. So we more will poor, more. Poorer than usual, yeah. We'll add, but one Poor. thing for sure, which is still up there. Um, Stat was nice enough to make a, a playlist that is on the, the Apple Music. So if you go to Apple Music, you do a search for Right Angle Donuts 2000, that playlist will pop up first thing on there, so you can't miss it. So definitely still check that one out. Which yep. is actually pretty cool. There, if if you if the listeners were into the year two thousand from a metal perspective, it's a wonderful playlist. I highly. I suggest think they'll it. enjoy it. Yeah, I did. I do. So, I am know. currently working on one for this week. What are we talking about this week? This week is two thousand and five. Good, because that's what I've been working on. Yeah, okay. I, mean, yeah. Nervous, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. That's what I did all my research on, <laughs> so I hope it's 2005. Oh, fuck, it's 2006. But before we do live, awesome. we always like to go around the room and talk around about... Around the horn. Uh, around the horn. We're going to go around the horn. Talk about what we're, uh, what we're drinking, what we're smoking, and all that, and w- maybe something new that you're watching. Let's go around the horn. So how Perfect. Else, we always like to start with you. So mm-hmm. what are you drinking? So tonight I'm not drinking a boxed wine. So I knew Stat was going to be on here and he was, um, you know, upset when we left him out because I drank a really nice bottle of wine that night. So tonight. Silverado. A Silverado. That is correct. And so tonight I'm doing a Louis Martini. 2016 cab. It's a pretty good one. I'm I'm enjoying it. The the best thing about all of that is <laughs> I don't know the difference between a five dollar bottle of wine and a twenty dollar bottle of wine. So if I put it next, um, you could you would be able to tell if I if I did a flight. Maybe I don't think I don't maybe. think so either. I agree with you, Seth. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know okay. if I can tell the difference. So in all reality, drink what makes you happy. Exactly. It, I'm not. I don't care if you're drinking box wine. I just I like I like box wine. I like Louis Martini. I like a lot of different stuff. I mean, it's not any worse than than using a Instapot to make barbecue ribs. So (laughs) So, that was that was some of the best conversation. (laughs) I know. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Everybody missed out. It was great. I used my Instapot again tonight. Uh, I am a fan. 
Well, so. so I can so kind of a segue into what what you're cooking, what you're smoking. So this week weekend, I smoked four different pork loins with four different rubs, and it's a lot of pork loin to eat. It is. I I uh, I froze three of them. Um, okay. So it's in the freezer just in case we're in lockdown for the next three months or whatever. I can go and pull some of those out of the deep freeze and eat them on up. So what I did was, though, is a lot of people who know me know that I like the Cosmos barbecue rub. Um, and so what I did in each with each four of them is I did a Dirty Bird, an SPG, a Texas Beef, and a Cow Cover. And I did uh, cooked them exactly the same way, cooked them with oak oak chips and they all turned out really really well uh the dirty bird is always one of my one of my favorites and it's hard to beat it but i think the texas beef actually was a little bit better because it has a little bit sweeter sweeter of a taste to it yeah you can use sweeter on pork too so yeah so it turned out really really good um the, the kids loved it kylie loved it so you know what uh it was a successful smoke so and then one thing that I'm I'm watching, so you know I'm I'm big into movies, obviously, and I wanted to watch something new. And iTunes has a bunch of stuff um, on sale right now. Well, they and dropped all the new releases on there too. They did, and so I was, you know, there are a couple movies that we watched over the weekend, but one that I would highly recommend the audience, and I don't know if you guys have seen this one too. It's a Shia LaBeouf movie. It's a newer one, and it will actually restore your faith in humanity because it's that good. And Quentin watched it with me, and he sat through the whole thing. I didn't know how he was going to react to it because there's not a lot of action. It's more of a drama. There's some comedy in there, uh, but it's called The Peanut Butter Falcon, and it is a wonderful movie. I've never heard of it. Check it out. I haven't either. You You should look it up. So the reason why I even you know, had it on my radar was because I was watching a hot ones with Shia LaBeouf and it's when he was kind of plugging this movie. They had just released it. And I don't know, they were at some awards ceremony because it, it's won some awards. I can't remember if it is the can 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 uh, film festival, however the fuck you want to say it. Con, but anyway, but yeah. con, but, uh, but no, he was, he was on there plugging it. And so I figured I would, I would check it out and it's a really, really good movie. Um, it's one for the entire family. So you can, you can sit down and watch it with everybody. You don't have to plug your ears because of language or violence or anything like that. So anyway, that's, uh, that's kind of, uh, what's going on in my world. Nice. (laughs) I'm outside chat. What are you smoking? What are you doing? What's happening? (laughs) I'm gonna add a add a log to the smoker is what I'm gonna do. Well, I thought okay. you were opening a truck door or something. It's what it sounded like. No. <clears throat> okay, Jans. Well, while he's doing that, what are you? Uh, what yeah. are you watching? What are you drinking? Feel free, first feel free to mute it while we're talking there, uh, staff. Yeah, no big deal. I don't mind. Us. I don't know how to do that. Um. Uh. Well. Yeah. Just because I was a little bit tired of you guys making fun of me constantly because i do still have shit for drinking lame water (laughs) but um i do have water with me but i'm also i found my last fat tire can so i'm I'm finishing that up right now so i'm still a big fan still love it 
that's probably going to be something I'm going to keep in my fridge all the time. Cause does it make you feel good? It does. It makes me feel good. Good. So, not as good as uh, ribs in the Instapod, but it's it's still good all around. God damn so, it! it I'm so gonna good. have to. I might have to try it. You need to. I'll send you the recipe. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Oh, I, th- so I still good. think it's sacrilegious, but I whatever. agree. I do too. I don't think I could ever do it. So, <laughs> I mean, once once they were done in there, I mean, I put them on the grill and like sauced them and let it kind of coat on that way. So, so it was okay. So, so you didn't completely fuck them up. No, I mean they were still great. So regardless, <laughs> <but> anyway. <laughs> okay, so I'll what do you? Uh, what but, else uh, are you smoking? Um, I actually actually did. I saw yours. That you took a picture of yesterday and. Uh, my father-in-law dropped off some some pork tenderloins uh, over here that he had that he had already cleaned, um, so they were pretty much ripe and ready to go. Uh, I only cooked two of them though, um, but yeah, I What'd you put on? those. I actually used the honey pecan uh, Cosmo with. What some... do you think of that one? That's my least favorite. It's pretty. It's very sweet. Uh, but I just usually mix it with something else. Then I have a bunch of that meat church ones too. So I seasoned it with that and just sprinkled on because I really wanted it to be a little sweeter. That's what I was going for. So mm. I, th- I thought it turned out great. Well, that's so good. I did make a uh, uh, had Madison, my daughter, make a uh, um, a barbecue. Uh, it just mixed barbecue sauce and uh, vinaigrette, um, just and kind of sauced it with that. And it was really good, so really enjoyed it. So good. As far as uh, what I'm watching, um, yeah, we we sat down yesterday and and uh, watched uh, Onward. Uh, we watched that too, there. actually. It was pretty good. So I Chris, liked it. Chris Pratt and um, um, what's his face? The kid from Spider Man. Um, we're on there. It was a cute movie. So my I wife and I it. finished McMillions. Uh, on HBO too. Yeah, so, what did you think? It was good. I was definitely surprised it, with the ending. So, yeah, it's was, not uh, what you think it's going to be, right? Not what, I only, I only wish they would have. Uh, um, um, I don't. They didn't really develop that character, you know, throughout, no. which was a little disappointing because, you know, it just came out of left field. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's but what they were going also, for. They wanted a twist. Sense too that i mean that really like out of all of them i couldn't figure out who was the the person you know that kind of said it all so um but uh yeah that was really cool and then pretty much all day today i have been stuck watching espn2 uh or as better known as espn8 the ocho um yeah is there anything on espn right now yeah there's like dude they're doing old wrestling they're doing ESPN2 is doing the Ocho, so, yeah, Cherry Pit Spitting Championship, That's uh, Dodgeball. Is that what, not really, though, right? No, they really These are were. real competitions. Did they really? It. Yeah, yes. it's, all, it's been on all day. It has been awesome. So The best thing I've seen on there in recent months was the uh, awesome. Cornhole Championship. Yeah, Cornhole, so. uh, Dodgeball, uh, the Stack Cupping, or Cup Stacking oh, Competition. That's... That was pretty yeah, intense. Yeah, that's a bit ridiculous. Um, slippery Stairs was on this evening where they have stairs. Slippery Stairs. What that are slippery. That? And you have to walk up them. So they did a, a marble 
a marble run, which just showed the marbles going around, but they played it off like there was other marbles in the stands watching these marbles as they compete. <laughs> Wait, what? Marble running? Like just rolling marbles through kind of different courses, you know, like things you can set up. Have you ever seen those marble runs where you kind yes. of set it up where the marble goes and spins around? I set around one up for my kids down. today. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's it? They basically videoed it, but they had commentary that they voiced over <laughs> about which and named all the different marbles and <laughs> put them on teams. It, it was... Oh, good grief. <laughs> it was awesome. You've got to be kidding me. I will say that my wife um, is not a fan of the Ocho. <clears throat> that doesn't um, But me. I was thoroughly yeah, enjoying uh, all of it. So it was a wow. nice little break and kind of definitely a chuckle. I think my well, favorite good. part, though, was the cherry pit spitting championship that I watched. How many Mostly, feet did they get? Uh, well, they did a combined of all three spits that they had. Uh, <laughs> but they were up in the 50s for three of them. And, oh, I mean, for three of them. The greatest, the greatest part of it, not only was there commentary, like there was commentators for the, the spitting championship. They also did little backstories. They interviewed the people beforehand. Um, but my favorite part of the whole thing was the camera couldn't track the cherry pits as they were getting <laughs> as they were being spit. <laughs> so the camera would go like they would spit and then the camera would kind of go down and then just kind of zoom back and forth trying to find where the cherry pit was. <laughs> and they couldn't find oh my it God. every time. So it was rather enjoyable. Made for a fun Sunday afternoon. I'm surprised um, that they didn't have the little tra- tra- tracer or whatever like they do for golf balls <laughs> that, on the PGA. Right. Oh, yeah, you think they, they would have been able to to add that to it or something. They it was pretty tough to see who was winning and who wasn't, but until they went up and and marked it uh each one of them afterwards. But uh it turns out I did, I didn't know as much as I thought I did about the cherry <laughs> spitting what Very were the contestants' name? Like Spitty McSpitterton? Uh, they all had little <laughs> nicknames. Um, like, and they were all great. One of them was pretty upset because he claims that he's won the past nine years, but the records show that he's only won the past eight. So he's been talking it up a lot and saying that he won nine, but technically he only won eight. But yeah, it was it was some drama going on there. So, wow. Anyway, wow. made for a very uh, fun afternoon. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wouldn't recommend watching any of them, uh, but, uh, you know, there's no sports going on right now, so you take what you can get. Yeah. And, yeah, I will I will enjoy the Ocho. It's on all day today and all day tomorrow, so. Well, I don't know how you can beat that, so stat, so, take yeah, it stat. away. <laughs> what are yeah, you drinking? That's, that's going to be tough. Um, I am drinking, I, I've got to work early tomorrow, so instead of drinking water, I went a little lighter, and I'm doing a Dancing Man Wheat from New Glarus Brewing Company. Pretty I don't normally day. drink a lot of wheat beer. It's kind of sweeter. I, I mean, I haven't had a wheat beer in a long time, really. So, it's all right. I can't remember the last time I drank a wheat beer. Right. Was it 2005? <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. I might have put a, a lemon in it. Out of it. I will Ooh, say, yeah. for, as wheat beers go, this one's pretty tasty. So, again, That's it's New Glarus, though, so they do 
they kind of do it right. They put out good beer, so. Fair enough. And right so what, as are you, for, what are you smoking? I am currently <laughs> smoking a pork butt. Uh, I have oh, yeah, two racks heard. of ribs that came off earlier, so. Uh, so is Misty eating the ribs right now while you podcast? No, she doesn't like ribs. So I'm actually taking them into work tomorrow. <laughs> so. All right. Okay. You're just smoking yeah. ribs. I'm sm- I'm smoking yourself. meat just to smoke meat um, and not and use the pot. So. so. Do you have a deep freeze that you can put some of this meat in and not let it go to waste? I'm taking it. No, I'm taking it in. We're doing kind of like a. You're taking all look. of it in. I'm taking all of it into work tomorrow and okay. it'll be gone. So. Um, no, you can't yeah, really but, order food or go get lunch. So yeah, no, we, we've well. already kind of set up kind of what we're going to eat every day this week coming up. So the theme I said, uh, on Friday, on Saturday that, uh, I'd bring in a bunch of barbecue for Monday. So cool. they're going to hold them. They're going to hold me to it. So I guess I got to do it. So no, hopefully it's not too spicy. You like to make it pretty spicy. No, I didn't so. because there's some people there that don't like spice quite the same way so i went with a more traditional i don't use fancy rubs like you guys do. I, I mix all my own so um yeah I that makes my it tradi- I, fancy. does it i think it does no because i i make a specific rub for ribs then i make a different one for pork butts so gotcha well, there you go so what are you watching what are you listening to what what trips your trigger i started watching a new show that I'd seen previews for on HBO, but never watched it. The Outsider. Have you guys seen yeah, that? It's on my list. To, uh, to Jason Bates. I think Bates. it's it, it, it directed by Jason. But yeah, it's, it's based on a Stephen King novel, I believe. So yeah. it's, I mean, I'm like four, five episodes in. It's pretty fucked up. So, um, look good. It, What's it about? It, it's all right. What's it about? Um, I don't know how to tell you without giving any of it away. Uh, oh. Murder, mystery. It, it's it's just super weird. Being a Stephen King, you knew it was going to be. But um, yeah, sure. basically, this guy gets um, they arrest him for murder um, of a child. They have him on all these video cameras, um, and it's Jason Bateman's character. This is the very first episode. Um, but at the same time, he claims he was in a different city, and then they find video footage of him actually at a teacher's conference in another state. So how could he be at two places at the same time? Um, and then there's this hooded figure roaming around. I mean, it's it's really weird. So, And it's called The Outsider. Yep, The Outsider. The Outsider, Okay. Sounds good. I'm writing it down. Well, All keep right. us posted as you get through that. Yeah, I'll let you know if it's worth it. So far, to... I think it's worth watching. So, um, like I said, I'm only five episodes in. So, nice. I, I feel committed. Usually, okay. after, if I give it two or three episodes, I'm pretty much committed to follow through to the end. So, yeah, you'll finish it. I'm the same way. Even if it's bad. Yep. I'll it's continue to watch well, I'm already, I'll just, I just got to get through it. So, well, right on. Well, since we're talking about uh, 2005, we always like to try to get people in the mood. Do um, you guys have any fun facts or interesting things that happened in 2005? Current events of the year. Yeah, well, it's kind of uh, 
tradition now. Okay, who won who won the Super Bowl that year, guys? Patriots. I have no clue. <laughs> yep. Oh. And who did they play? Oh, I don't know. Could it have been the Philadelphia Eagles? The, that is correct. And what was the score? Well, I don't that I don't <laughs> know. I didn't write down the score. Probably like oh, 29 to 24. Why wouldn't That's you write guess. down the score? I don't know. You're going you're so you're googling you're, you're Googling Super Bowl 2005, and you see that New England and Philly won, but you didn't go ahead and just, like, read ahead and say, like, oh, well, what was the score? No, what was the score? 24, 24 to 21. Hey, I wouldn't know. Oh, close game. It was such a close game. It is, is kind of weird to think that this year, if they do have NFL, that Tom Brady could play, potentially play against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he could. If they're they, gonna have. They're gonna they have against Cam Newton. Cam Newton and the Patriots is the way it's sounding. Mm. That's crazy. Really? That's what. That yeah. Crazy. Belichick is Cam Newton really going well, to the Patriots? It, that's not official or anything, but Belichick's been talking him up quite a bit lately. So, hmm. and he's they just got. Uh, didn't they just sign Teddy Bridgewater to a big contract? Yeah. So Cam just out. signed him. Where did he go? Where did Bridgewater go? Carolina. Carolina. Uh, Carolina Panthers. Oh. So, like a three-year, $60 million or something like that. I'd do that. I'd take that deal all day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think Bridgewater's that I good. don't either. So. I don't either. But. Well, yeah, but. But I was holding out that Bridgewater was going to stay at the Saints and when uh, I, I thought. When Breeze uh, would retire? Drew, Drew Breeze was going to retire. I was hoping he was going to He retire. said he's coming back for a year, though, right? Yeah. He is so old. I love him, but God, he is, he is very old. He should he's not. He's got that thing on his face. A birthmark? Yeah, which just makes him look yeah, older. You, think, you know what? Come on. You can, there's surgery. You can get it out, right? Yeah. yeah. Why would you anyway. want to? <laughs> I'm joking. Jeez. It's a joke. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so moving on, just so uh, everybody knows, so the median income that year, 2005, $46,300. Can you believe it? Crazy. Yep. Okay. And a gallon of gas. What was it? Stat. I know it. So we'll let Unser guess. I don't know. Two something. Three do- $3.18. $3.18. Do you know why? Yes. No. Why? Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane Katrina happened. Hurricane Katrina and turmoil in the Middle East. Can you believe it? No, this is crazy. I know. Goodness gracious. And did you know that uh, 2005 was also the year that Michael Jackson was found not guilty for being an asshole? Oh, really? <laughs> I think that's what the... Uh, <laughs> I think it was for child molestation. Uh, was. Right? Was oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> yes. I think it was for liking the asshole. That was a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Is that too much? Yeah. Okay. All right. So he was found. I know where the line guilty. is. Can you believe it? <laughs> if it does, if it doesn't, <laughs> you're gonna... you can't. You must acquit. I'm gonna say. No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is that too far? <laughs> now that's the line. Yeah. I've now set the line. That's the line. There yeah. You just you just cross it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just uh, keep roll moving. Movies now. <laughs> Um, so sp- any other fun facts from 2005? I got some sports stuff if, if yeah. house is done. Right. Ooh, go ahead. Um, 
Who won yeah, the uh, the cherry pitting, uh, <laughs> cherry pit spitting championship in two thousand five? Does anyone know? I don't know. Spitting Billy Joe or <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. All right. Well, what do you got for us? Uh, who for who, your boring sports? It's just stuff? sports stuff. Who won the World Series? The Yankees. Nope. Mm-hmm. Cardinals. Nope. I don't know. Um, okay. Tampa Bay. Chicago White Sox. It was, it was <coughs> the first World really? Series since 1917. Hmm. Good for them. Um, here's one. Here's one. Okay. I, no matter what you guess, you won't get it. Who won the NHL Stanley Cup? Wait a second. Did they have Penguins. the NHL back in 2005? NHL's been around about as long as baseball's been around, my friend. Huh. The Penguins. It was not the Penguins. You're close, though. The Nashville Predators. They weren't. They were not around in 2005. I don't think. Oh fuck. Yeah. The, yeah. They okay. were. Yeah. Who they was were it? Around. I'm sorry. I take that back. You got me. Uh, so the season was actually canceled due to labor disputes. So there was no season. Oh. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. But the fil- there was no there was season. No 2004 2005 season for the NHL. No, they canceled the entire season. Hmm. Um, but the Philadelphia I can't, Flyers. I can't believe I don't remember the Philadelphia that. Flyers top two minor league affiliates both won their respective championship series, and that was the ECHL Trenton Titans and the AHL Philadelphia Phantoms. So that was nice. Good for yeah. them. And then, answer this is for you. Who won the NCAA uh, men's basketball championship in 05? Do you know? Duke. I think it was UNC, but yeah, it was the Tar Heels over Illinois. It was uh, yeah. Roy Williams. That was really? Roy, Roy, Roy Williams' first national title. Yeah, because the year before it was his worst year, mm-hmm. uh, excluding this year uh, that they had. 2004 was the worst year for UNC. But then Wait, they turned so... around and had it until this year, but then all of them. So does that mean they'll win it next coronavirus. year? Coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, that's the tradition. So. so Roy Williams never won a national championship when he was at Kansas. Huh. Huh. Really? Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. I'm actually currently trying to look up to see who won the cherry pit spitting <laughs> championship in 2005. Yeah. Just stop. So Just I'm stop. on it. Hold on. I'll figure it and out. And then we kind of. Oh, oh, go ahead. Nope. Carry on. No, I'm still working on oh, it. Okay. I was going to say we kind of discussed it before we went live, but um, 2005, YouTube was founded. So, oh, that's yeah. big. Where, where do you think we would have been without YouTube right now? Oh, my God. Well, my kids wouldn't be wasting I, a bunch of hours on the TV. No, I wouldn't either. I came down and my children were watching a uh, some sort of YouTube series where the only thing they could eat all day for 24 hours. It was a 24-hour challenge of eating only things purple. Jesus. So, so grapes, grape so jelly. Grapes, I turned. I, I was really going through what these people were going to eat, but uh, yeah, plant. it was one of those. Just turn the TV off right now and go to your room for no reason. So, so. Avery watches two girls. Adolescent girls. I don't know. One's probably 10. The other's probably 12. She watches them make slime. <laughs> That's all they do. Yeah. So they, they pour buckets of Elmer's glue 
into another bucket and then they put a bunch of food coloring and sparkles and stuff and then they rub it around. Well, there's more to slime than that. Slime. I was like, that's I just mean, glue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't sit around a whole lot and watch it, but Jesus, like, it's just a time monster. And Avery, she just, she zones out as she watches it. And I'm like, what are you watching? And she's like, I like it. And I'm like, oh my God. Anyway, I I don't understand it. I probably never will. So I, well, so I made Misty okay. watch an episode of Hot Ones, the Kevin Hart Hot Ones, thinking she'd really get into it and think it was mm. hilarious like I do. And she did not care for it. She said, and she she's doesn't? Like, I don't need to see any more of those. So, Oh, the Hot Ones got a TV series or like a game show yep. now on True TV, um, which that one I don't like because all they do is throw up. Oh, really? Like I've not seen it. Just, yeah, every other. They make it so hot for those contestants. Yeah, that's, that... it's awful. But my wife and I just watched the Kristen Bell uh, Hot Ones because I was like, oh, you'd like that one. I'm trying to slowly get her into watching some of them. Yeah. So. That's a, did she I like it? seen the Christian Bell one. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. No, I have seen that one. Yeah, she liked it. I mean, it wasn't wasn't. Any, I just thought it was funny because, you know, Kristen Bell starts out as, you know, the nice little innocent uh, next door, you know, girl next door. Girl kind next of. door. And by the end, and she's she cussing like a sailor. Up. I like and, her. And, uh, yeah. So I do, yeah, too. Yeah, I do, too. But. Yeah, so one one thing that I was talking about with uh, Keenan is that the Charlize Theron one and the Scarlett Johansson one, both of those chicks went through all 10 wings without breaking a sweat, without batting an eye. Like, they did it like a motherfucker, and it was incredibly impressive. Did they both, do the, so did they both do the last dab? To... Wow. Yep. They went through it, and it barely – like – they they took it really really well and it, has anybody I not was, done the last ad that you've seen? What that you've seen? Yeah, I watched one and somebody didn't finish. I can't remember who it was though. There was one where I did. Yeah, they pussied out, but so anyway, I watched the Jonas Brothers, all three of them out there, do one, and that was the most popular Jonas funny. Brother, whatever whatever his name is. He was the biggest pussy when it came to eating all those wings. Oh, like, yeah. The two like lesser known brothers, like they were actually eating the wings, but the other one, the most is popular one, the one that's a is pussy. It Nick Jonas? Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah. He was taking like little nibbles out of it and then he's like, Oh my god, this is so hot and you're like, dude, you barely fucking ate it. Yeah. He was such a bitch about it. I did like watching his like lips just <laughs> become inflamed, super red. And Good for him because he's a pussy. And he could barely put him through. Yeah, I agree. That one it wasn't very good, but no, anyway. it was a horrible episode. But he, I just made wanted me to, watch to punch him in the face. So. The the key and deal one is pretty good. All of it. Yeah, yeah, those. Yeah, they they did a good good episode there. The Gordon Ramsay. The one Gordon Ramsay one is a real funny yeah, because turns out he can't take heat at all. No, it's no, really not at all. Funny. But he probably has a distinguished and slicing. Palate. A, so I mean, people that have a and slicing a, palate, a donut. Yeah. With a knife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like As he's squirting lemon juice, juice and lime juice into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, <clears throat> anyway, let's okay. let's let's move on yeah, to movies. Get ready for some movies. 
Yeah, we got a lot to go over. So, Not really. Um, this was quite a year, so. Yeah, I, you're I right, Dad. I have a lot on my I have cell. 10, but oh. I don't know. <laughs> is that a lot? I have five. Well, well, ten is a lot. Start. Five is not. I, th- I have twelve, so I can't. Say okay. Anything, so, but remember, we're starting at number three. We're working yep, up to one, and we'll one. come back to some honorable mentions that we don't talk about. And we'll come back to some honorable mentions <laughs> yeah. too on there. So, all right. Well, House, we'll start with you. Let's talk about movies of two thousand five. What do you number got? three? All right. Well, number three. three. Number three. On my list is Wedding Crashers. Yep, that was one of my top three. I wasn't sure where it was going to fall, but that is not on my list. Really? See, I like it because one, I like Vince Vaughn. I like his comedy. I like he's what the he same does. character in and every then, movie, though. I will say that. Absolutely, yeah. but I love how he delivers dialogue. Like he's really, really good at that. And then I am a fan of Owen. Wilson, I do like Owen especially Wilson. all the times. In all of his movies, he was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Will, and, uh, Will Ferrell's in that movie, too. Yep. Will, yes. <laughs> Doesn't he play, like, the dragon or something yeah. like that? You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! And yeah, so he starts crashing funerals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's a it's a really good movie. It's a solid laugh. You know, if you're ever in a bad mood, you know, you can watch you can watch Wedding Singers and 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 you know feel pretty good after Rachel it. McAdams and uh, and what what's the other girl's name? The redhead. Yeah, Rachel. The one that's married to Sasha Rachel Bowen, McAdams, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, both of those chicks are hot. Yep. Let me look it up. I, but yeah, Rachel McAdam, really great uh, in that. But then actually, that was one of the first movies that I can remember where Bradley Cooper actually played a role in it. Like that was an and early I'm sure movie he, for him. He played another yeah, film. Yeah, that was the kind of yeah, movie. Yeah, no, that that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying yep. is. Yeah, there weren't a lot of movies that before that that I remember that I can recollect in my mind that he was actually in. And so that's one of the first Bradley Cooper films or not. It's, you know, it's not a Bradley Cooper film, but, you know, movie that he was in. I was yeah. like, oh, OK, so he's probably. Uh, and then after that, Bradley Cooper just started. Yeah, to he blew up onto the scene and and just became a massive superstar. So I don't know. I think for my for me. Uh, for 2005, uh, Wedding Crashers is... One of my favorite qu- nice. favorite quotes from that movie is when... Uh, you <laughs> no, when he comes over to his apartment, he's been... They've kind of had their fight. And he then tells him that he's getting married or whatever. And he's like, get out. And he's like, excuse me? And he's like, white trash. He goes, huh? Hillbilly. <laughs> Hanging on by a thread. I'm over here reading Don't Kill Myself books. He's like, you said it was for somebody else. It was. But I read it. You know, I read some of it. It's all right. <laughs> White trash. <laughs> huh? Nice. But yeah. Good I like good it. pick. Right. I like it. Good good pick. Unsure, uh, what's yes. your number three? I mean, Young. Uh my number three that I put on there was actually uh um uh, kind of a drama um thriller ish, but it was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. 
with Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Never saw it. I never so, saw that one. Oh, uh, it was a good movie. So good. Kiss, mur- kiss, bang, bang. Yeah, I remember good it. Murder mystery. This was before Robert Downey Jr. got you know Iron Man and all that crap. Before he so, got famous, is that, that what you're saying? Kind of character. And all that crap. Yes, I know. Before that. he was I know famous that. before. That. I know. Good grief. But it was he. He played a certain kind of character, and and he played it well in this one too. So, but uh, good, really good uh, murder mystery, kind of. And Val Kilmer was in it uh, before he got before really he ballooned fat. up. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you know he had cancer. He's he's a he's a cancer. Survivor. Yeah. Well, I'm still a fan. I like a lot of his movies. It was Fair. just there's a noticeable difference there after this movie. So there. Yeah. Uh, his. You know. His. It, it turns out. Actually, we talked about we talked like about Kilmer at work the other day because uh, turns out he came into um, Dick's five and ten and tried to sell artwork to him to sell to hang up. Oh. And they, did you guys did, say nope? They nope, didn't I don't buy want any of this no. crap. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. I probably would have bought it. I don't know. I would have bought it just because it's Val Kilmer. Mm, Val Kilmer. He signs it, man. It's worth something. Yeah, I don't know. So, Gotta be. I, top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun. Yeah, exactly. Top Gun. Yeah. Who is he? Ice yeah, Man? Top Gun. So. Very famous film. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so that was my number three on my list. Okay. Okay. So, um, what you have? Let's go with Waiting. Let's go with uh, was oh, it my number two? I just yeah. So whenever I whenever I see that film, I think of well, Spencer <laughs> because he's <laughs> and I know anyway. You I know Studio Thunder. So Go I ahead. worked in food too. Um, I didn't in two thousand five. Not really. Not, Not like, like that. that. But I was. I tell you what. I was at Tony Roma's almost as much as you were. I just was at the bar. So yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but in food, you get the you kind of get it. You kind of understand there's a kitchen side of things, and then there's I don't know how many times we went to the back and I've never Aaron Sachs when he was I've never seen a movie, never seen a movie that better depicted what it was like to work in a full service restaurant than that movie. Let me ask you something. How hard is your job? How intelligent do you have to be to take a food order? Okay, so. so the the question is like when people came in, you know, fifteen minutes before close uh, yep. or whatever. No, oh yeah, you do that shit. Well, oh yeah, it happened constantly. Maybe not all that, but maybe not like the. <laughs> no, really gross I never stuff, saw any of that. But but. Definitely, everything was all cleaned up, ready to go. You're just watch, waiting for the time to come down, and when you see that door open, it was like all. It was and you got awful. Uh, well. My big go to so. was, uh, hey man, no, I'd rather sell it to you because I'm going to throw it away. So. <laughs> yeah. they'd always be like oh but like the punk kids you doing whippets with the whipped cream mm. like anytime you would go to try to make a dessert <laughs> that freaking whipped cream would be empty and because everybody was taking them to the back to do whippets um, all the inside crap when it came to the kitchen people um and then, sure enough, as soon as the shift was over, we'd all go hang out together. So, it, it just could and not see, describe my experience, my years of experience. There were a there. lot of parties that uh, I anything. went to after Roma's closed, even. That, you know, like, 
when the when the store would close for the night, we'd yeah, we'd go over to somebody's house and drink. Yep. Heck, I played so it I played it was crazy seek inside Tony Roma's one time after hours. We were way drunk, but so. turned all the lights off and played hide and seek in there. I don't know if you were there for that. See that one? <laughs> I was not. <laughs> not but yeah, no. I yeah. would have enjoyed that. I've heard other like movies when they kind of talk about like um, a good example the the uh, HBO series Newsroom. Oh, I love Newsroom. Um, I loved it, and I was talking to my brother who was in in broadcasting, still is in broadcasting. And he's like, it. none of that oh, is what really? it's like. He's like, at all. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, that's so disappointing, yeah. you know, because I was like, oh, that, you know, I just assumed that's what it was like. He's like, no, it's completely dramatized. It's nothing of the sort like that. And But I will say, uh, if you ever wanted to experience what it's like to work in a kitchen or work in a full-service watch restaurant, waiting. it's watch waiting. So it hits it. Um, and fun fact, um, you can actually get a signed Val Kilmer autograph for $25. There right you now. go. So um, I'm just saying. $25? You guys missed out. Well, there he was trying to sell oh. artwork, and it was like hmm. hundreds of dollars. So. Hundreds of dollars. <laughs> this is described as, uh, I'm looking it up, it's described as Val Kilmer, a horrible evening spent with him. There you go. <laughs> so... All right. Well, okay. Well, house on and all right. Second. What's number two? Yes. So number two, we have mentioned it in previous podcasts. I'm sure it's on one of yours, um, but I've got to do Batman Begins as my number two on this one because, well, the audience won't get a chance to hear it because in Did 2000, we? I was wondering if we talked, we talked about it. Lot I couldn't about, remember. Um, yeah. No, well, we talked yeah. about Christian Bale. We talked about Christian Bale being in uh, American Psycho and just how that kind of catapulted his career. But in previous podcasts, I know Stat mentioned it or whatever was um, what the yeah. one with Heath Ledger, The Dark Knight. Yeah. So yep. the Dark Knight and and whatnot. So this was the the first of the trilogy with with uh, Christian Bale and. I would say that it was it was not my favorite of the the trilogy, but it when was it definitely came out, it a was step... probably right up there with Michael Keaton, though. Oh yeah, agreed. Because all of the previous Batman's, with the exception of the Michael Keaton series, was not dark at all. Like they kind of comicified all of it, and it was very comic booky, yep. and it was very you know a lot of Actually, a lot of comedy, real quick. a lot of. Kind of when they funniness. mentioned that at work about uh, Val Kilmer coming in, I said, "Did you, did you thank him for almost ruining the Bat- Batman franchise?" And <laughs> it yes, was close. Uh, George Clooney sure gave a run at it too. So, yeah, George. I think the George Clooney they ones were, the, were worst the worst with um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, and in my opinion, yeah, mm-hmm. but where he was Mister Freeze, but yeah, but no, Batman Begins when that came out. Uh, Christopher Nolan obviously directed it, and it took a different turn, different twist on the Batman series, and it went back to very dark. And that's what I prefer. I really like the dark movies. Well, he's the Dark Knight. Um, you know, twisted plots. He is the Dark Knight. And so I don't know. You know, I really enjoyed that one. 
Um, again, it wasn't my favorite of, of the three, but it was definitely a change in the way that Batman was portrayed, and I I really liked it. So, number two for yeah, me is going to be it's Batman on my list. Fantastic. Begins. Definitely on my honorable mentions. Yep. I felt yeah. like we talked about it before, so I didn't put it on. Yep, me too. On my top one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't want to talk about it a whole lot, but I've I've got to mention it as number two for two thousand five. Um well it was what what was your number two? uh, I will say for an honorable mention, I put uh uh, I'll move it kinda up the list, but uh forty year old virgin, uh what came out in two thousand five. That was my number two, so you stole mine. (laughs) So yeah, I just thought it was great. great movie. Just hilarious. So I love, I love, (laughs) so I remember I was, I was dating Kylie and we wanted to take my parents. That's not what I would have picked. And we didn't know which one to go to. Oh no, my God. My my parents, my parents do like comedies and they laugh. They have a good sense of humor. And so (laughs) we actually decided to go see 40 year old virgin. And so I was sitting next to Kylie on my left and my mom on my right. And the whole scene where they talk about putting the pussy yep. on the pedestal, my mom, <laughs> she was getting so embarrassed and she was like, oh, she's like, oh my God, she was laughing the entire time. So I, I've got to make sure I preface that. But she's like, oh my God, Joshua, this is horrible. And I'm like, yeah, but you're laughing. <laughs> she goes, I know, it's funny and it shouldn't be. But, you know, you got to put the, booty on the pussy on the pedestal. Oh, there's <laughs> definitely some scenes that I wouldn't be wanting to sit next to my yeah, mom. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch that movie with my parents. It was a little awkward. I did not get because but it was uh, funny. Misty went with my mother and my 80-year-old grandmother to a play. Um, and they went and saw the Book of Mormon, um, which is uh, what Matt yeah. Parker and Trey Stone. And it is, yeah. I've seen it since with Misty and my parents, actually. And it was absolutely horrible. I couldn't have watched it with my grandmother ever. I mean, I would have it died. Really- I haven't oh, seen it's it. It's so funny. It's so inappropriate. Yeah. It's so. Is it really? If you can just imagine oh my you know, God. the South Park boys. Making a musical, making fun of making Mormons. Making fun of Mormonism. Oh, yep, making fun of Mormons. Yeah. Talking about how uh, um, Brigham Young had a clit face and uh, had to rub a magic clit frog <laughs> on his face to get rid of it. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah, definitely worth checking out. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> you should watch yeah, it. My, my wife went to a movie mm-hmm. with mine for the Super Bowl. They used to go to a movie before we had kids. And um, they went and saw Gangs of New York <laughs> together, and yeah, I think great that's movie. What I thought, but she's just like, oh, well, love that. That movie. is a great like, movie. Full nudity in it, and she's like, yeah, I was sitting in between your mom and your grandmother. I was like, well, yeah, I guess I could see <laughs> that being a little awkward for you. So, mm, my bad, but um, yeah, not nearly as bad as forty forty year old nice. but. Uh, yeah, so many quotable lines. That whole that yeah. whole bit with uh, yeah, the whole yeah. Uh, you know how I know you're gay. Uh, that was all ad libbed. That whole uh, bit. You know how I know you're gay? How how do you know I'm gay? Because you macrameed yourself a pair of jean shorts. You know how I know you're gay? You just told me you're not sleeping with women anymore. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. You know how I know you're gay? How? You like Coldplay.
<laughs> you macrame your own sweater, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that was number two on my list for sure. So, so. yeah, that was number two on nice. mine. That was a good one. So, stat, okay, if you have to uh, put an honorable mention into the number two slot, then what um, would it be? Well, I'm going to say this one's going to be completely out of character for me. Broke I just family. like the cast, and I, and it's just, no. Um, I do like Keith Ledger. I bet you do. Wallace you know, and Graham. Uh, the Family Stone. The Family oh, Stone. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if you guys have ever watched it. It's a good Christmas movie. Nope. Um, but it's. I've got to yeah, look it up. I, like, I have not watched that. Really? Movie is it ever. is uh, Amy Smart in there? Oh, Claire Danes. The Claire Danes, Diane Keaton, no. Rachel McAdams, uh, Dermot Mulroney, Craig T. Nelson, Sarah Jessica Parker, Luke Wilson, and Luke Wilson's my favorite character in it. But um, yeah, it's just it's just kind of a feel good. Um, if you want to watch something around Christmas time, it's a good movie. Okay, I so think I, I like it more because my wife loves that movie and she watches it a lot. So I've seen it a lot. But I, if it's on, I can watch it. It's... Does she watch it even in the Anytime summer? Anytime it's on, she would watch it. Yeah. A lot of big hmm. names that were in okay. that movie too. It's a good one. All right. Yeah, it's a good movie. <sighs> good family one. So. Okay. So I'm... Good for you. Okay. So, kind of cool. out of character, but you know. Very out of character. You took me, you, you really took well, me But for it was a an honorable thing. I don't mention. even know how to respond. So, I mean, that's, that's why. Very, you had to move something up to right, the well, number two uh, spot, I guess. So. What, what do you got for your uh, okay. number one, I guess, is where we're at. Jeez, we're already up to number one. Numero uno. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so you guys vote. What, or guess, oh, what do you God. think? What do you think my number one is? The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Is it is it Hitch? No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, you guys didn't guess it. So in a previous podcast, I can't remember what year it was. Uh, you and I talked about yeah. the Lords of Salem and how horrible. Oh, I didn't even put it on my list. Was. I knew I should have. <laughs> Yep. And how you and that, I looked at each other when we when we uh, got done with that movie, and we were like, "What did we just watch?" Well, I've got to say, another Rob Zombie film that was released in 2005 called yep. "The Devil's Rejects" was actually really, really good, and that is my number one. And I remember, so when that movie came out, I bought it like the day it came out. And I told Jansen, I said, I was, I, uh, maybe not right when it came out, but anyway, I told Jansen, I said, dude, you got to come over. I got the Rob Zombie film, Devil's Rejects. You got to come watch it. So he did. And this is way before we had kids or any sort of responsibility. And I think I might've been dating Kylie then, but anyway, I think I was anyway. So he came over and we watched Devil's Rejects and at the end of it, we were just kind of sitting there, like, oh, my God, that was a sweet film. And we were going to play video games. But then he looks at me, and I look at him, and I'm like, dude, do you want to watch that again? And he's like, yes. I was just going to ask you the same thing. So we watched it a second time uh, that, that night. And it is so incredibly disturbed on so many different levels that 
like Kylie's never seen it. And when I have put it on, she like instantly leaves the room when she sees that it's on. And I will admit there are some wickedly disturbing uh, scenes. The one scene though, that I think disturbs me the most is when they've got all of the people, the band uh, held up in the old motel. And I, I can't remember where it's set at, but it's, it feels like South Texas or West Texas or some very remote desert area. And uh, they've got them all held up. And anyway, they, they start killing them and they cut off one of the dude's faces and they put his face, the skin of his face on his wife's face. And then they let her go and it's, attached to her head and she's barely got anything on or whatever. And she's freaking out and she's trying to get help. And then she gets <laughs> smacked by a semi and her guts go absolutely everywhere. And I remember as they're like panning over the accident scene, you see like a full leg here and then all the entrails there. And it was just for the film at the time, it just, it was very gruesome and they used a little bit of CGI with a lot of reality, and it, they just put it together, and it was a wonderful film, uh, as disturbing as it was. But that, yeah, I must like say, Rob was Zombie, my number so. one film for 2005. I forgot, I forgot that, you know, it's you and I actually had talked and discussed that he was yep. probably going to make that his number one. I forgot all about it. Yeah. Did you did. really? Yep. And then neither <laughs> of them even have it on my list, so... so. And that is a good one. So I didn't yeah. either. That's why. That's why I forgot. Well, Talk to you. I I love the beginning too. I I love the way Rob Zombie does films though, because he's very much like Quentin Tarantino, where he builds on the nostalgia. You know, so he grew up because I think he was born in like you know early sixties, like <sighs> mid sixties, and so he grew up in the you know like his formidable years were in the seventies. And what he remembers from TV shows, what he remembers from that era, transpires into his movies. And so he portrays it really, really well. And the beginning when they're talking about how these three people escaped the prison and they're known as the Devil's Rejects. And it's that 1970s kind of um, broadcast, you know, a news broadcast. And I loved how they portrayed it, you know, because that's the way it was back then. And it's it's changed now the way that you know they broadcast news to when it was back yeah. then and yeah, so I, was born in I love the nostalgia part of it too yep so that's true he really does 65 take, there you go yeah he really owns that kind of time frame that kind of um you know late 70s early 80s kind of just he does it really well so oh he does it yeah incredibly well incredibly well and i must say He's not my overall, like, so I loved White Zombie. I do like Rob Zombie, like his band. Uh, but if you haven't seen him live, you've really got to because he really puts on a lot of theatrics. Like, he's a very talented person. And so anybody who hasn't seen him live, I would encourage them to go at least see him once because it's just a hell of a show and he, he does a good job. Yeah, good so, pick. Anyway, that's just all I have to say about that. Yeah, uh, that's all right. After going so, Yance, what's your number one? Here, um, I, I had to put uh, The From Vendetta on there as my number one. I really like that movie. So, 
I've only seen bits and pieces of it, so. Oh, it's good. So I've never seen it. Really in makes its entirety. Think, you know, and uh, kind of about that. Just about what's the overall premise of the movie? Of, uh, I I honestly I can't remember what it government's is. Government's kind of taking over everything and anything, uh, but they've got some bad apples and some things that they're not telling, you know, the people. So the people start to rise up and they use the, that character with the mask as kind of their symbol um, to kind of, but he's a vigilante, you know, he, he is the one going around who's actually killing some of the governmental people. And then he starts out by kidnapping Natalie Portman, uh, who's, I believe a reporter. Um, And, uh, but then they kind of, she, learns to appreciate kind of what his message and the whole point of what he's trying to do and take over. So them kind of taking over, um, getting rid of the big government. and, and... So, yeah, uh, just all in all, really a uh, good movie. Definitely worth a, worth a watch. So, so. Nice. I, because I really haven't yeah, no, it's it okay. in its entirety, similar to stat. I don't have a whole lot. Yeah, of I, I don't think I'm sorry. You should watch it. <laughs> I you apologize. Like it, so, but yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, stat, what do you got? Well, I'm, I'm surprised nobody picked this. This, this was my number one on my list. Nobody's picked it yet. So, uh, oh. I'm happy. The ringer. That's Johnny your, Knoxville. That's your number one pick. Have you guys watched that? Why is that one your favorite because, film? Yeah, why is that? Yeah, why is it, that? The premise of it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, to rig... To, I give you, it's hilarious. Special Olympics. I... So my mom was an area director for Special Olympics. <laughs> so, I mean, it just... It kind of hit close to home for me. Like, uh, actually, Special Olympics gave it its blessing when it came out. So, I mean, it, because it brought awareness to uh, mental disabilities and handicaps. So, oh, sure. uh, I just, it was hilarious. Um, the the one part when he was like, when the fuck do we get ice cream? That was ad lib. That wasn't in the script. I mean, <laughs> there's so many bits to that movie that were not scripted because how could you with mentally disabled people? So, I mean, um, it, it's pretty, I just like that movie. I thought it was a good message overall. Um, even though when he starts out, you know, it's for malicious reasons, but, uh, uh sure. he comes around and it's got a good message to it. And, and I just thought, I thought it was hilarious. Scratch. No, you know, Scratch. I, no, it's, you scratch it's my feet. No, I think cause, uh, who's the, who's the chicken? It, she was uh, very popular at the time. What's her name? Um, she was on the, the Murray's great Anatomy, character, right? Oh, what's yeah. her name? Catherine Heigl. Yeah, Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah, she was in that. Um, it was a good movie, like, overall. Clearly, I, uh, I mean, I've seen it. Didn't it didn't stand out for me like it did for uh, you. But... How many times have you seen it, though? Probably maybe three really? four oh, times. Yeah, I've seen it a bunch, so... <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was a funny movie. Your pick. (laughs) Because how hard would it be to to go in and pitch, hey, I want to make a movie where we rig the Special Olympics and pretend to be mentally disabled? I mean, with all of the snowflakes around today, it would never be allowed to be made. I mean, 
I was gonna say, like, I don't know if yeah, if they no. could pitch that they could. film. There's today, no way, even though it was, yeah, even though it was four, only fourteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that they could get away no. with that kind of no, stuff. They, now. They, no, no, um, studio would touch it. They wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. So. Yes and no. I mean, which I think is actually kind of sad. Yeah. Well, but I don't know. I, I think that people. And I don't know. I think people need to stop what would being you so do? sensitive Say you're an actor and, and your laugh. manager says, hey, man, I've got the role for you. Um, can you pretend to be mentally disabled? Yeah, I, I, don't... <laughs> I mean, and actually, I guess yeah, Leo did it that was a little in different, a different way. But, yeah. but uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape is a different. This is yeah. a guy that's knowing. Yeah, but that was in the mid 90s. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually, that actually kind of brings us full circle (laughs) to, um, it wasn't one of my movies. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, at the beginning, when you talk about, or when we talked about, you know, what are you watching? What are you smoking? All that kind of stuff. So the peanut, peanut butter Falcon is about a mentally handicapped individual that befriends Shia LaBeouf and his character. And it's all about, um, this character with down syndrome, he, he escapes. So he's in a um, retirement home because that's the only way. So his family deserted him. So they didn't know where to put him. The state didn't know where to put him. So they put him in a uh, retirement home or what nursing home. And he doesn't want to be there because he's a young guy and he's like, I don't want to be here. So he escapes. So then he befriends Shia LaBeouf's character and all he wants to do is become a professional wrestler. And he has this, his, this famous wrestler that gives on these uh, lessons. And he's like, I just want to go there. Um, I think his name was like the Redneck Wrestlers, Hillbilly something. Anyway, I'm, I'm butchering it right now because I can't remember it. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's about a, a guy with Down syndrome and, and whatnot. And so it kind of brings it a little bit full circle. But this is actually – Peanut Butter Falcon is a really good movie. Uh, I'll, I'll, I need to add it. I'm going to watch it. It'll, it'll make it you feel on? good. Is it on Netflix? You, you have it... to. No, it's not on Netflix. I, I don't think. Um, I got okay. it on iTunes. I need to watch it. Um, it so but... I want to make sure that I point this out that I'm not uh, yeah. I know you're not disabled too. people. Um, <laughs> I know you I know guys know that, but listeners don't know the whole backstory. So like my, like I said, my mom was an area director for special Olympics. She taught mentally disabled children for 29 years. I've grown up around them my entire life. Some of the best people I've ever met were mentally disabled. So I was um, going to say, yeah, I love yeah. them to death. Uh, so yeah, that, that's yeah. why, that's why there is actually, so no, and that makes sense. I think given the audience, that backstory, uh, helps. Uh, but no, there's, there's actually a scene in like, in, uh, the peanut butter Falcon where you can't help but f- almost cry because you're just like, Oh my God. But no, they're some of the most true, most awesome people okay. in this world. So, um, yep. anyway, uh, I'm, so I'm no, going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Good pick. The other honorable mention was Sin City. Um, I really liked it, but it wasn't it wasn't worthy of of making the top three. I've never I mean, seen it, so I've those, never those were the only City, two so. that I have. They're good. They're you not. Know, definitely, they're not good. Is, they're not great. Right when the graphic novels were coming so popular, but, 
and Sin City did a really good job of blending yes. movies yes. and graphic novels in a way that may have affected a lot of, you know, the movies that are now, a lot of the superhero movies and such. Yeah. So for sure. sure. And I think that's why it made my list was because yeah. of that, the cinematography piece. Um, I did put Lord of War on there too. Nick Cage. I thought yeah, that, that was, was a on really mine. good movie. That so, was actually a really good a little, film. Yeah. You know, a little twisted, obviously him being mm-hmm. a, an arms dealer and, uh, you know, not really caring about, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. No, I just, I was going to say at the end of that movie, uh-huh. when they gave all the stats about the uh-huh. drug running and trafficking yeah. and all that kind of stuff, that kind of put yeah, it into it perspective. Does. Because that shit, that shit happens. And and it's got, uh, what's his name? Oh, is he in there too? Jared Leto. I didn't remember that. But yeah, he was the... Uh, yeah. Does it really... I feel. I feel like he was in that. Was he not? I might have made that up. I don't know. I don't no, he's think, in it. I don't know. Brother Vitaly yeah, Orlov. He plays his younger brother. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert! Of yeah, he's the brother. Totally. Yep. Um, but yeah, I put that one on there. And Jared's gonna make. Jared might make a uh, appearance here in a little Ooh. bit when we talk about music. So. Um, and then the other one that I'll talk about, I, I did Uh-oh. have a couple others on there. Nice. But uh, um, thank you for smoking. Uh, was another one that I really liked. Um, you know, yep. Yep. talking a lobbyist for the big tobacco, um, and him kind of <laughs> defending everything that he being a lobbyist for, for big tobacco, which was kind of a big deal. Um, still is, but, uh, yeah, I thought, uh, Aaron Eckhart did a great job on that. Yeah. So, and then he ends up getting yeah, cancer at the yep. end, right? Spoiler alert. Um, but, and then, uh, I put kingdom of heaven on there and I also My put bad. Constantine on there Constantine was a Keanu Reeves kind of biblical angels and demons kind of stuff and then Kingdom of Heaven was Orlando Bloom Liam Neeson Edward Norton um you know that big uh yeah the fight over Jerusalem um that was more of an epic film right so uh but I thought that was a good movie too so but that's pretty much my list nice stat you guys pretty much nailed everything that I had um as far as honorable mentions I guess the only other one was another Ryan Reynolds movie, the Amityville Horror, huh? came out. Did you in get... five. I it, never saw well, that. It's a remake of of an original, and uh, Ryan Reynolds makes everything better. So I like it better than the original. Um, but it's based on a true story, so I mean, yeah, that it's was pretty a remake, messed though, right? Up. Yeah. Okay. I know hmm. what you're talking about. Yeah. So... Yep. Yeah. It's like a eighties so, movie. I surprised think. Surprised nobody brought up when the Jarhead original came out too, because that was on another one that was on my list. So, oh yeah, never watched it. Jake Gyllenhaal, was, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, was, was that, I've uh, only seen it a couple times. On there. Yeah. So Jake Gyllenhaal was uh, you know war boot camp kind of movies. So, uh, which was war was pretty movies. good. So, all yeah. right, well. Any other ones that you had on your stat? I didn't mean to cut you off short. Nice. There. Nope. Nope. We kind of covered everything. So nice. So. Well, let's let's uh, let's yeah, move let's on. Take a break. Let's, uh, yeah. let's go ahead and take a break we'll real quick. Be right back. In. It's time for some music. Welcome back to Right Angle Donuts. We're going to start talking about some music now, if that's all right. Yeah, Sounds just good. a little bit of music. 
Yeah, I'm digging that. Just a little bit. <laughs> 2005 had some solid albums, but nothing that was crazy awesome for me. Anyways. Nothing that blew it off the page, but I have some one good album, stuff. I have one album that was, I mean, hands down, my favorite album of the of the year. Everything else is kind of just somewhere in the middle. Just a little bit? Yeah. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Well, well House, uh, let's start with you. What was your uh, number three maybe on your list or the first one you want to bring up? Get ready to crap your pants. Well, so actually the top three albums that I have listed, all of them are freaking great. But I think number three for me is going to be System of a Down's Mesmerize. And uh, that's number three for you? That's number three. Yeah. why, Why do you sound so surprised? That was my number one. Oh, that's true. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, so there's there's a couple reasons why this album really uh, takes it off for me. Um, three of my best songs, or my most favorite songs from this, obviously, are going to be BYOB because that's the one that was was on the radio at the time. Yeah. Uh, old Old School Hollywood and Lost yep. in Hollywood. Those those three songs are phenomenal. But the reason why this album really stands out for me is because I was going through a lot of, I was going through a lot of stuff in 2005. Um, I was getting done with college and grad school and I was, you know, trying to figure out, okay, what the hell did I want to do with my life? I had a girlfriend at the time. Her name was Crystal. That was not happening. And then shortly after Crystal and I broke up is when I got with Kylie and one of the things when I was going through all this turmoil with Crystal or whatever, my mom had, you know, a lot of words of wisdom for me or whatever. And she knew that I was pretty, you know, emotionally distraught and whatnot. And so my mom had a conference, a medical conference in Vegas. And she goes, Hey Josh, so I have, I can bring somebody with me, you know, to Vegas, you know, your dad's already been to Vegas. He doesn't want to go. And I know that you're going through a lot of shit right now. So do you want to just go to Vegas with me uh, during the medical conference? And you can kind of clear your head, you know, do whatever, you know, obviously during the day I'm going to be at my conference, but, and you can do whatever. um, But then you're going to have to pick me up at the end of the day, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, and it was for an entire week. And so I was like, you know what, mom, normally I wouldn't go on a, trip with you to Vegas, but, uh, might as well go, you know, it's a free trip for me. I was, like I said, I was going through a lot of shit at the time and this is when that, that album came out. So I go to Vegas with my mom. We're there for an entire week. That was the first time that I ever went to Vegas. And it was also the first time that I went to the Horseshoe Casino down on Fremont street. And at the time that's where, uh, the World Series of Poker was still holding the World Series of Poker before it just exploded and got too many too many contestants in it or entries um, and whatnot. And so I was really big into poker then. And so I actually, the very first time that I sat down at a cash game was at the Horseshoe Casino in Vegas during that trip. And so I listened to uh, music while I was playing cards and this album is one of the albums that I played on loop as I was sitting down for my first time playing poker 
in Vegas. And so that's my story for System of a Down's Mesmerize as my number three. That was a yeah. long story. <laughs> Jeez. I just really like the album, by the way. Yeah. That's well, a good I album. was trying to tie album. it in. I was trying to tie it into a, the reason why it uh, no, I don't, made sense for me. I don't have anything like that for any of my stuff. I just like what I like. Yeah. No. I I thought it mesmerized, kind of kept up mm-hmm. after toxicity. It didn't fall off at all. I thought it was all around a good album. So, you could tell though when so. they when they put out hypnotize though. I was like, okay, this is dog shit. Yep. I did not yeah. like hypnotize at all. So. Well, okay. Well, that's your number three. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Follow that up, Unser. What? It was just uh, a story. So, I, I'll go with since that kind of took mine off. I'll move my stuff around a little bit. Uh, Disturbed, ten thousand fists. That was came on out my that one mention. Did not make so, my list. What do you like there. about that album? Uh, I just like Disturbed. So, I like their sound. Um, I like a lot of the songs that are on there. I kind of made uh, Stat has inspired me to make my own playlist when it comes to these. Uh, podcast that we're doing, yes. so I definitely and, and that's that why. So I named my, mine uh, on my mix. That one that I named was uh, Right Angle Donuts Two Thousand Stat, and I did that so that way, hopefully, mm-hmm. you guys would be able to follow suit and put Yunts and House. So, yeah. See, I don't use Apple Music, so I use. Uh, I do. A, a I'll, I'll put some together. Okay, but I was doing it on my own, and I really liked uh, that album. So put one, together, put one so on the, Spotify the, for those that don't have Apple Music, so that way they've got us. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I don't or, use Spotify either, but I mean, I'll tell you what, what do I'll you do, use? You so, send. He uses I use Spotify. The, uh, no, I use the uh, Google Play. Oh. oh, I don't know anything about that. So, okay. but here, what we can do is you can send me your list, and I'll make one for you on Apple Music, and then you make one for me on google play and then yeah. we can do all i don't know if i'll have to look and see if the the google play if you can share the lists like that well you can i'm not for sure how write it down but i'll certainly try <laughs> I'll write it down. No, I'll worst do case it. scenario write it down and and text it over and i'll make one and put your name on it so that way everybody yeah. knows kind of because we all our lists are when it comes to music are definitely different so there's going to yeah. be similarities between but, the three, but then there's going to be some hidden gems that we each like. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I think my number one will not be on your guys's list. So, my new number one now is it? Okay, uh, so fair. I don't think so, but uh, we'll see. All so, right. Well, stat. What, what was your number three? Well, my number three is probably your number two or one. So I'm going to skip it, and I'll let you talk <laughs> about it because you'll probably have a story. And so I'll I'll yeah. move it around, oh, um, and I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna say thirty seconds to Mars, uh, a beautiful lie. Okay, that would be mine. That was not on my list. Okay, no, the one so the one you, I wanted so we, to say is on your list. I know it is. So, okay, so was it the last podcast that the audience will never hear that we talked a lot about Jared Leto? Yeah, and, I think so. And see, shit, God, we. Yep. Unser, you need to figure out how you can resurrect that I know, dude. Because tried. it was so fucking good. It was awesome, and it tied yeah. everything up. Like, it yeah, kind of really tied the room together. It, it did. It led up it to this really one. Did. And because Disturbed, we talked a lot about that because it was their original album. Their first album. Yeah. So, But no, I just 
so 30 seconds to Mars for me is kind of that, Hey, did you hear about this actor? Who's got a band? It's Jared Leto. You know how actors, when they try to do a musical career end up being shit. And, uh, yeah, and it's hokey. Yeah. And fake I don't know what you're I still listen to all of Bruce Willis's Do you? Uh, albums. Yeah. So. Well, no, you don't. I feel like Jared Leto was really no, one of the first ones to actually make it more for music than his acting career, and then which has now led him to better acting roles like uh, Dallas Buyers Club. So, yeah, you know. I, I do respect Jared Leto, not only as an actor, but also as as a musician. And what we talked about last week in our podcast that will never be heard by anyone other than us is that he, like 30 Seconds to Mars, they're not quite a rock band, they're yeah. not quite a metal band. You can't quite put your finger on it. And when... When you do have a band like that, where they kind of blend both the genres and whatnot, like that's when you know that you actually have something good. Yep. When, and, when you can't place your and, finger on it, and it's unique. Yeah, when and, you can't place. Yep. Exactly. And, that, and I gravitate. I, exactly. I tend to gravitate towards bands like that. So, and um, I, I think a lot of people I, do. Yeah, and I get it, and I I like them, um, and I've obviously I've seen them live, but um, they're just not that band quite for me i don't know they're but i respect them i get it so, i think that's probably my favorite album of theirs too so i mean is yeah. it okay how many albums do they have total i don't even know oh i don't know five ish probably that's respectable it's respectable anyway. oh, it's a good number okay cool so, all right house back to you all right well good pick all right well number two and number one kind of Go back and forth, but I think for number two, I'm gonna go with corn. See you on the other side. Mm. Yep, that was that was my number. It was three, honorable so. mention for me. Wasn't yeah, really. I'm a huge corn fanatic, but that's just not one of my favorite albums of theirs. See, I I took so I agree with you from a you know corn resume perspective. It's definitely not their strongest album. It's not even close to being their strongest no. album. But when you look at everything, at least for me, that was released in that particular year, this one did resonate for me for a couple different reasons. And um, I like the first album. I have a story or I could tell a bunch of stories about it. But this is when that particular point in my life where, like same I said year. earlier, <laughs> what's that? No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I know it's the same year, but like okay. I, I got out of grad school. I got a real job, quote unquote, and I was living living in the Amana colonies as a city administrator for them. And it was just absolutely horrible. Was this after the Vegas or before Vegas? It, this was after Vegas okay. because that's when Crystal was – Vegas is when Crystal and I were on the outs, but then – the amount of colonies is when Kylie and I were on the ends and we had just started dating and she was actually finishing up nursing school in Cedar Rapids. And so I took a job in the amount of colonies. And so this album came out right at that point. And so I remember commuting back and forth from the amount of colonies to Cedar Rapids to see Kylie. And I would just listen to this, this album pretty much on repeat. 
And I love listening to Twisted Transistor, Politics, Liar, Open Up, Coming Undone, you know, five great songs from that particular album. And I remember the the song Politics really resonated for me because I fucking hated talking about politics. And I still feel that way today. Um, there was a point in my life where I really did get into politics, but I realized, uh, very quickly that it didn't matter because, you know, what, that shit just pisses me off and it makes me depressed anyway. And that's really the foundation of that song, uh, politics by corn and they don't give a shit about politics. And that's the thing that I love the most about it. So anyway, for those reasons, that's my number two. Okay. Twisted trans. Uh, Twisted Transistor Coming Undone yeah that's why I put it on my list you know Coming Undone even though that was one of their biggest singles from this album was one of my least favorite songs from the album Liar Liar is one of my favorites Liar Liar but then Open Up is a sleeper song on that album and I actually would say that that's one of my top songs from that album I mean it's a great song yeah Something we didn't talk about earlier think. was 2005 Brian Welch left porn. Yes, so. that was yes. When 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 Head left Corn, I think there were a lot of people that were like, "What the fuck's going to happen with Corn?" Right. Because when David when David left Corn, people were like, yeah. uh, "Everybody can find a drummer." Yeah. Nah, it's not a, not not that not that big a deal. But when you have Head, who he was an integral part. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, him and Monkey, how they play back and forth between the guitar parts and everything, you know, because there's not really one lead guitarist right. of Corn. Head and Monkey both kind of go back and forth. So you're you're kind of left going, okay, what are they going to do without Head? And I think the next three albums that they released, that Corn released, were their not strong albums. I would agree. And it was really, it was really hard for me to get into those albums because head was gone. When head came back, that's when it was like, Oh my God, they're They're back. back. And, and they never looked back. It it was, it was weird. So corns have had, has had a weird evolution of their uh, career, but um, one of the reasons, I mean, we talked about, you know, bands that kind of, are distinct and unique and the cool thing with corn and i think the reason that i like them so much is that unlike a breaking benjamin you can listen to a corn song and tell what album it's from you know every mm-hmm. album mm-hmm. kind of has this feel and distinction to it um which is one reason i really like corn so i think yeah no so to just piggyback on that is each corn album has a theme to it. And so you absolutely can pick out a corn song from a corn album. Um, absolutely throughout their entire tenure. So I think that's one of the reasons why I love corn so much. Uh, I love them to this day. Uh, I, I need to see them live again. So yep. I agree uh, with you, Seth. On the flip side of that too, though, corn is such, is so recognizable. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Like, you can hear a song you know, and say, "Oh, it's where corn. a lot of other oh, bands, it's totally corn. oh, yeah, it's corn." Where so many bands are like, "Who, who is that?" You know, and yeah. I know I can ask that that question, and he'll give me a dissertation. <laughs> and House, you'll tell me what was going on in your life during that time frame. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, for me, it's like, oh yeah, 
you know, that one is, is so easy to, you know, to recognize. So, and that, I think Agreed. that's what I love about it. It's so distinct. Yeah. So, you know, so to one of the last thoughts that I have on, on corn or whatever, um, one of the most depressing things though, is that they're getting close to 50. Yeah. Now. Yep. <laughs> that, crazy? that really brings it all into perspective. I'm going to be 40 this summer. Unser is going to be 40 this summer. Stat's no, going to be like 32. Um, I turned, but, I turned uh, 30, 38 in January. Thank you. I'm joking. No, I know. But like corn, they're, they're close to 50. They're closer to 40. Uh, they're closer to 50 than they are to 45, which is crazy to think about. But anyway. No, that's crazy. They are getting up there. Anyway. So hey, speak, hey, real what's quick, your hey, speaking two? of like our our friends and stuff like that, what we should do is have our listeners like write into us and pick the worst absolute possible song from the year we're doing on the podcast, and we'll add it to our oh, we'll add it funny. to our playlist, and that will be the Skogs write in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> are you implying that Skogs? Has a horrible taste. I can just see like I'm just saying you'd get to one yeah. song and be like, oh, that was totally the Skogs right in. Oh, oh my God, he yeah. would totally love that. <laughs> so you've got corn, you know, system of a down, and then shares. Uh-huh. Do you believe in yeah. love? Yeah, you know? Skogs pick <laughs> like, 2005. Oh, there it is. Skogs would be like, you know, I thought that was a pretty good song. I mean, all around. I mean, it's not Shares' best pick, but I, her best song. But I mean, it's not her worst by far. <laughs> who doesn't like madonna all right yeah so what's your number two um well i know you guys are going to talk about uh one of these and you do a better job than i do so um i really like mud veins that's my number one that was oh well (laughs) shit yeah see that was on my honorable mention that's my favorite mud vein album so really Absolutely. So I think, okay. So Jens, before we take over, what do you love about that album? What uh, what made you put it as number two? Uh, you know, just going down the list of all the different albums that came out that year, and that one just stuck out. I was like, oh man, like happy. Love it's my song. favorite Mudvayne yeah. song. Um, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. The 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 whole so that, the whole album is one of their, really stuck their albums that you can listen to from start to finish. So. Interesting. See, for me, yeah. it it doesn't. So I respect it, and I had it as an honorable mention, but it's not of Mudvayne, like an album that I would say like I can't, I can't, I cannot listen to it front to back. I like I have to skip a couple songs, but I thought that it. It started out incredibly strong with Determined, um, you know, and obviously Happy, Forget to Remember, very wonderful tracks. Pushing um, Through, but Falling to Sleep. I mean, yeah. that's five for me anyways. So okay. That's why See, it's up there for me. And that's why we disagree. See, for it. me, their second album was the best album. That's the one album that I think. And that's probably my second favorite. That's probably my second back. favorite album of theirs. That was the the See, yeah. black album. What was it called? Yep. Oh fuck! It oh, might man. have I been the self-titled. It. I knew you were gonna. No, it wasn't the self-titled one. 
Um, because it was like, not, oh God, hold on. Keep talking as I look it up. What do you want, what do you want to talk about? Space. Well, why do you like it? Why, why, why do you want to listen to it front to back? What, what are the reasons why you say the end of all things to come? Yes. Is there that was second. their second album. So, um, so what do you love about it though? Uh, I don't know. I just think the way that it was produced and the way that the, the songs are laid out, I think makes sense. And it kind of tells a story. And, um, I mean, I can't tell you what I was doing on the day that I heard any given song from that album, but um, <laughs> I just really dig the album. I mean, I, I love it from start to back. So, well, that's fair. That's why it's up. And I love Mudman. All right, and for so me, I think you can agree, kind of like what Unt said with Corn, uh, Jonathan Davis. I, I feel like Chad, you can listen to it and say, "Oh, that that was Mudvayne." That's um, Mudvayne. Yeah. Now the new Hell Yeah stuff is starting to sound a little Mudvayne to me, um, which is yeah. kind of ironic because the guitarist got kicked out and he was in Mudvayne. But uh, so you'd think they would go a little different. When Hell Yeah came out, they were a totally different band. It wasn't anything like Mudvayne. And I feel like as they've progressed and kind of advanced their careers, they have more of a Mudvayne feel to them now. So, Well, yeah, because... When Hell Yeah came out, they had more of a hard rock feel yeah. to it. And, you know, especially if you were at a, a Hell Yeah show, I mean, they wanted to have a good time. They were pumping up the crowd, but it wasn't in angst uh, like 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 Mudvayne. Mudvayne crowds or whatever, there was some, like, teenage, early 20s angst in the crowd, and there was that more aggression. But, like, when you got to... Hell yeah, it was arena rock-ish kind of crowd where people were having a good time. People were going to see Vinnie Paul. People were going to see, um, you know, Chad from Mudvayne. And they just wanted to have a good time. And I think that Vinnie Paul especially, like, fostered that kind of culture with with Hell Yeah. And then as the years went on, and it re- I think Chad probably realized, and this is merely speculation at this point. I don't know if this is true at all, but as time went on and Mudvayne grew further and further apart, he's probably like, you know what? Mudvayne's never going to come back. Yeah. I don't think they will. Um, we're, we're, we're too far gone. And then he saw his opportunity with hell. Yeah. To kind of evolve and figure out what that band's identity was going to be. And so as they've gotten, you know, further and further along in their career, you know, and Chad's the the lead singer. He's probably like, yeah, let's get heavier. Let's, let's fucking do this. And, you know, they definitely sound more like Mudvayne now than what they did when they first came yep. out. So. Okay. Good so one. that was, no, you're, you're the one well, that picked that. Yeah. Well, Seth, <laughs> what was your next one on your list? <laughs> well, well, that was my number one. So my number two is uh, probably going to be Devil Driver, uh, the fury of the fury of our maker's hand. Um, yep, n- n- I, that was on my honor. Yeah, mention. again for me, it's kind of it's it's probably not my favorite Devil Driver album, um, but it's solid. And, and as much as I like Coal Chamber, I like Devil Driver just as much, kind of in a different way, but. I still love them. So I kind of like everything they put out. Well, 
for me, so this made the honorable mention. This isn't in my top three, but um, as you know, Stat, I love intros. Mm-hmm. This album it's, it's full of them. one of the best intros. Oh, my God. End of the line, it opens up, and it just sets kind of the stage of what Devil Driver is going to be. So you know what's going to happen on the next nine songs after this yeah. song uh, because it just comes out. It starts out kind of kind of a methodical kind of slow you know draw and then it builds it just and builds it just and like builds hits and, you yeah and then it just goes heavy and sin and sacrifice is one of my all-time favorite songs and it's was on this album and i i must say like this this also has uh, some memories for me where the first time that I heard it, I was getting ready to go play poker in, in Des Moines. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I remember the first time I heard this. Okay. Album, it was, I think uh, going before to the poker. hangman's noose is probably my favorite song on the album. So, Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But there's other good ones on there too. Nice. Driving down the darkness ripped apart. There's a lot of good songs on that album. So that's why, it, that's why yeah, it I highly recommend three, people so. checking out. All right. Well, what's your number one, House? Well, good pick. Yeah, House. Well, the number one album of 2005 for me was Trivium's Ascendancy. That was their very first album, and they were only 19 years old when they produced that album, which is still just mind-boggling to me when I look at, you know, all the bands that came out that year, all the metal bands, uh, to to think that these kids were only 19 years old when they produced that is just absolutely amazing. You can listen to that entire album, literally front to back. And you can go, you don't have to skip one. Uh, it starts out, you know, just incredibly strong. You know, it has singles like Rain, Gunshot to the Head of Trepidation, Dying in Your Arms. The entire album is just blown away. I mean, it just it just kills you. So I think for that reason, reason Trivium unequivocally is my number one uh, for for 2005 because it really is one of their all time best albums. And even though they've grown over the years, and I follow them pretty regularly um, on social media, and they're just constantly trying to evolve. They're making themselves better as a band. Uh, they're very meticulous, very similar to Lamb of God. And we've talked about them in, in previous podcasts where, you know, they don't want to produce an album that they can't recreate live. And so they practice all the time. And you can even go online to their website or to any of their social media accounts, and you can see them practicing at any given time. They They post their practice times when they're going to be out there. And so as a fan... I think they do a really good job at like really keeping you involved in what they're doing at any given time of their career, which I think is commendable. I mean, not a lot of bands do that. And so you can follow them and you can just see the talent and how they evolve over time. And so uh, Trivium is by far the number one, number one band of 2005 in my eyes. Okay. I'll have to go to listen. I don't ever listen to Trivium. They're, they're, Dude, I know you you said that on the last yeah. podcast, but dude, they are so incredibly good. They're gifted, they're talented, and they have a lot of thrash elements um 
embedded in their style. And so they have, I don't know, that old school versus new school kind of feel to it. They're, they're definitely not a new metal band. Uh, I think they transcend that genre. Uh, and it's hard to describe like really where they fit in because I would say that they're more like true metal. Okay. Um, kind of like what Lamb of God is, but they're, I don't know. They're unlike any band that's really out right now. And I, I think that that's what I respect the most. about. Okay. Them. Can so, we, pa- Hey, let's anyway. Pause real quick? Yeah, let's pause. What, uh, what's your number one? Okay. Well, my number one didn't uh, happen in 2005. Mm-hmm. I actually just came across this band a few years back. One of my coworkers, um, she absolutely loves them and got me hooked um, as well uh, from it. And as it turns out, when I was going through it looking, I noticed that this, <laughs> my favorite album of theirs, um, came out in 2005. So, uh, which is uh, not okay to the pain. Uh, came out a California band. Um, I think it was their fourth album, but if you've never heard of them, listen to bullet with a name. Uh, I think Elliot likes that song song too. Uh, It came from this album. Yeah. My son who is six years old loves that song. So if there's besides uh, green jellies, three little pigs, (laughs) I can always get him to listen to non point uh, bullet with a name. (laughs) Um, but he also loves the three little big song from, uh, from Green Jelly, which is was good the first time, but after a few, um, not so much. But uh, you know, Nonpoint had some pretty pretty good songs over the years. Yeah, they had a really good remake of In oh, the did they? Night. Yep, like that's true. Back in the that's, day that's, in that's two thousand four, yeah. but but yeah, but, no, they they did a good job. Yeah. But if you want to start out, once you hear a bullet with the name, I don't think you'll you'll go back. You'll really want to listen to more of their music because so I love bullet... that song. Um, and yeah, just got me hooked from that point on. So so iTunes is well, no, there's a couple different ones. iTunes was saying that bullet with the name was 2006. No, nope, it's 2005. Is it 2005? Album might have released okay. in 05, yeah. and then no, you're right. Okay. It yeah, it happens. Sometimes. Okay, no, you're right. No, it's 2005. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Ended up that's been used on a few video games as well too. Just mostly pro wrestling video games. Um, so I doubt most of us would recognize it from that. Are you a pro uh, wrestler? <laughs> I mean, I was back in the day, but not anymore. I well, was pro, Rey Mysterio, I mean, but eh, quote know. unquote. Yeah, they told me to take my mask off, and I said no. <laughs> I no I believe. More. I believe uh, they were doing pro wrestling or watching the rematches on ESPN, but I was too busy watching ESPN two, the Ocho um, today. So that's amazing that they were showing that shit, but But yeah, I definitely recommend checking them out. uh, If you like the kind of stuff that we like, I think nonpoint is a good, uh, not all their albums are great. Uh, One or two songs from each, but uh, that was one of my favorites. So nice. I added my number one. So, all right, Uh, well, let's finish strong here. What's your number one new? (laughs) I don't have a new number one. I'll just give you an honorable mention. Um, Because Mudvayne Lost and Found is 
my all time <laughs> one from this year, but um, yeah, man, I just pulled that. That was way down my list. Yeah. I just put that on there. I had no yep. idea you were so, so passionate I will about say them. Probably my first runner up that didn't quite make the list is one that you guys might not know anything about, but is Funeral for a Friend. Um, their album Hours came out in 05 and it was the first album of theirs that I heard and uh, I dig it it's got some really good songs on it um, Alvarez is probably my favorite song from that do you guys even know who I'm talking about <laughs> okay nope <laughs> I'm not, okay. I've never listened uh, to them nope. yeah. uh, Alvarez, Recovery, Roses for the Dead those are three solid songs that if you're not sure who they are listen to those and it'll give you a good idea um but yeah, great album. Hmm. Again, I'm okay. I don't know what I was doing the time that I wow, heard here it the I... first time, but um <laughs> actually oh, to be Alfred. fair, I think I do know. I think I actually heard it on the listening station inside a hot topic. Well that's I, th- I think story. that might be that where I heard it and then I ended up buying the CD because I had I got to listen to like 15 seconds of a song and said, yeah, I think I like that. So I bought it. And then, it, I, it, hey, now it ends well, up, you, you know, four See? Years that later, makes 15 sense. years later on a podcast. Yeah. Funeral for a Friend again? is the band. Hours. H-O-U-R-S no, is the album. It's going to be very rare that I ever recommend a funeral for any friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want a friend of mine to go to a funeral. Well, I don't think anyone likes to go to I love to go to funerals. I know. Unless it's someone that you really hate. Unless you're watching uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And we brought it back. (laughs) (laughs) So so none of you guys... So just a couple songs. Either. Um, just a couple songs off Quitty? of it. It's not my favorite Nine Inch Nails no, album. No. no, it wasn't mine either, but I had it on the list. I assumed you guys were. What about. Uh, I never oh, got I like Nine, Nine Inch Nails. I like Trent Reznor, but. What about. Uh, I do too. What about. Uh, I Start a War? It was on my honorable mention. Yeah. What? what? Yeah, Start a War. Hmm. Static it X, has a couple I, good songs. Skinny like Man, them. Set It Off. I like some of their songs, songs on that album. But. Yeah. And of course, uh, I can't believe you guys didn't talk about yeah. Audio I'll Slave. Never, I'll a, never talk about Audio really Slave. Good, so. Solid album that year. Mm. Did you, did you know? Yeah, me either. Oh. Hmm. I thought that would be your number one. Nope. Not exactly. No, it's just kind uh, of an awkward conversation because uh, nope, nope, I'm not going to talk about obviously. <laughs> we could have, we could have talked about Slipknot. what other nine point live came out. In what way? I don't count it. Yeah, but, but it's n- no. It was an album. An they they album. sold it on CD. Yeah. No, I right, but it wasn't. No, kind of the same way with Philadelphia and Lamb of God, another live album. So yeah. now, Correct. one that I, we probably Correct. could have talked about, we got to see them at the Iowa State Fair, Gojira from Mars to Sirius. That album came out um, this yeah. year, and that's yeah. it's got some good songs on it. And actually, I think, uh, uh, oh, what's the name of it? 
Um, Global Warming. Global Warming is probably my favorite Gojira song. So. Yeah, I like them as a band now, but I did not. Back in 2005, I had no idea who they were. Yeah. I mean, they're a French and band, so why would we know true. them? I, I heard in them America. The, I heard yeah, this is America that we're talking about. When I was getting some ink done, so I mean, um, yeah, I but I dug it, so I was pretty happy we got to see them live. I thought they put on a good show. Uh, no, they put on a great show. If you're thinking about, you know, from that year, like being in that year, you know, System of a Down, Corn. Um, you know, Disturbed, Mudvayne, those those were ones. That well, there was another kind of album that everybody heard that year. The All that American you kind of learned Rejects. to appreciate too. Move Move Along came out that year. Yeah, and <laughs> I do like them. Actually, you know, so you say that in my spreadsheet, <laughs> all these bands and stuff that I've got with my notes, I actually have next to them GP for Guilty Pleasure. So I've got that, and then uh, Fallout yep. Boy from Under the Cork <laughs> yep. Tree has a GP. So um, Fallout Boy, but yeah, yep. you know, I think I think that's the one thing that surprised me the most about you is that one year I think we were at the, I think that's the year that we were in uh, uh, Lake of the Ozarks. You were just fucking rattling off all of their songs. I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, oh, I fucking love that? these guys, dude. I'm like, I for never Fallout would have Boy? pinned you on that. What's uh, that? Yeah. yeah, for Fallout Boy. You're like, just like, pelting them off. You're like, dude, they're, they're super. It's addictive. hard not to listen to them. I'm no, like, I agree. I, they're very catchy. I'm not making fun of it. I just, I, I. Yes. yes. I wouldn't say touchy. that's one I turn no, no. up. You know, when somebody no. rolls up next to me and my windows are down, you know, that's one you have to keep the windows up. But uh, but with the yeah, windows up and you're on the highway, like, yeah, you're blaring that I put that, that on my... Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 you're singing along for sure. I fucking love it. <laughs> Any other honorable mm. mentions that we can No, missed? nothing huge, I don't think. No, not that. I think we pretty well covered everything. That was a good, we did. Seether, that was a good Seether list. had did their it. sophomore album. Very good list. Possible, that year, but it. other than that, um, yeah, that didn't really stand have out. Have you seen them live? Seether's okay. Seether's okay for me. They put on a they they put on That's a good show live. Say. I thought they're not they're great. Just okay. They put on a good show. I think their albums are. <laughs> good it's better than I being bad <laughs> i think they're good there was they're one band that i'm surprised band. that you didn't talk about house and that was between the buried and me between the buried and me what the what yeah no i know i know they just didn't i don't listen to them frequently enough for them to okay make any sort of impact i mean it, i don't know it's just it's yeah, not my gig, not my gig. Well, I think we covered it then. So, anyway. yeah, right. well, we did. Hopefully, we did. this we one will sound show. good. Yeah. All right. Well, the last thing we need to, yeah, hopefully. hopefully, the last thing we need to talk about is the the next one. So, okay, I had two options that popped up on my randomizer. Um, okay, two thousand seven. 
which is pretty close to this year, so I was a little hesitant about that one. And then 1999. No, we haven't. The other one. No, we've already done 99. Did we? Mm -hmm. I don't think we have. We did 98. (laughs) Right. And we We have not done 2000, but we hadn't done 99. We haven't done 99 yet. So I can hit the button again, though. Hold on. No, let's do. No, if we haven't done. I'd rather do 99 than 07. All right. I absolutely. Yep. I would too. Yeah, we'll do that one. We'll see what we can kind of come up with for. 1999, and Stat, oh, yeah. you'll be uh, yep working on a playlist for us too. You 2005, can help us out on yep on. Uh, I've got it working on this I'll, one. Uh, 2005 here in the next Perfect. couple of days. So when this posts, we can we can and roll just like that we out. said earlier, just I couldn't figure out how to get it to link on there, but I explained. Just go to Amazon Apple, Music, do a search, iTunes, or look Apple up Music, Right Angle yeah. Donuts. Yeah, whatever. Apple Music, do a search, <laughs> Bright Echo Donuts 2000, and and Stats List is on there. So definitely check that one out, and then yep. hopefully we'll have 2005 up there too. So Perfect. All right, boys. Well, good work. As always, As always. It's a pleasure. So, well, All right. yeah, we'll do this again real soon. All right. Everyone Social, stay safe. Social distancing. Don't touch anyone. Stay away from everyone. Yep. Don't cough on people. Cough into your elbow, and yep. uh, don't touch with your hot face. water, not wash cold water at all. Yeah, and wash, wash, yeah, warm. One hundred and ten degrees. One hundred and ten degrees for twenty water. to thirty seconds. Yep. There you go. There you go. One hundred and ten degrees. Awesome. That's, that's all right. Little all right. PSA Everybody, you too. So talk to you guys soon. Be safe. All right, boys. Love you too. Love you, boys. All right. Talk to you soon. Yeah, I'm right. I know. I was just like, okay. I don't I say. Love-